You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's Rally Rebel. It's Dom's Cartier. <laughs> Rudy Fraser. Am I saying who I am? Oh, no, wait, yo, chill. This how we do this, yeah. We got to work. All right, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You have to be introduced. Bring it back, bring it back. I'm really Rebel, you. I'm Dom's Cartier. Rudy Fraser. This is Unapologetic Talk. Yeah, we got a special co-host today. One of the comrades. Been out here with us for four years, you know what I mean? Pines, yeah, talk heavy, Pines. Hey, y'all, I'm Justin Pines. I'm a musician, a person. I dislike the word community organizer, but I guess like I'm a nigga here. <laughs> like, you know, I'm here with y'all. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we, uh, before we get into like, you know, our topics and everything, um, we want to get into you first. So we ain't gonna, you know what I mean? And then we get into our topics. So, Got you. um, uh, well, how long? All right. So go ahead, give them your background. Where tell them where you from? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I got you. I'm from Teaneck, New Jersey. Big up Teaneck, New Jersey, always. Um, born and raised in New Jersey, like my whole life and stuff like that. Like specific things, like where I'm, like how I got in organizing and what are we doing here. Oh yeah, all right, yeah. All right, so coming in from Jersey, right? What what um what 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 brings you into New York? What made you come to New York? What made you leave? What was going on in Jersey to come here? Well, in Jersey stuff, I like because from 2020, I was just organizing out in Jersey. Like I was part of like the like the things that like um there was a hunger strike going on in ICE detention like in Bergen County Jail. Okay. So that's like where we met, mm-hmm. and that's how like I got into like New York just because I started coming like 2021 and shit like that. So that's how I got into like being around y'all and all type of stuff, like going to actions and shit like that. And then, like, some shit happened, some bullshit happened, and I just ended up being in New York pretty much constantly. Like, and that's pretty much how I ended up here. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, do you stay here now? Uh, I'm in Jersey still. Like, I'm still in Jersey, but oh, I'm just, just like, yeah. I'm, like, kind of, like, in between a lot. and just I'm working and shit like that. So, like, I'm just, like, NJ New York area. And, like, I don't know who we're listening. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, all right. So, I want to get into. Um, yeah. The, the projects that you got going on out here, yeah, like yeah. the um, actions. I see you be with the Rikers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The Rikers action. And if yeah. you wanted to, um, yeah. I, if you wanted to get into, yeah, sure. uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. My uncle passed away last February 4th in Rikers. And so I've been helping with different things regarding Rikers work, really centering families, really helping support families and like being more so just involved in. Helping like support other people's actions, and like how I'm and with your stuff, I more so show up and like how I can help is more so what I'm doing with a lot of Rikers work, and just listening to the voices and stuff like that. Especially now, like with like the, you see the things going around like from Palestine to Rikers, like how they all need to be freed and stuff like that. I think it's like super important to like tie those things together. And also like I'm, I'll, for me like as an artist, right. I'm really interested in doing cultural projects because I think to me hip hop is revolution. So for me, it's important to like as an artist to be able to connect to people and like show this solid like similarities in between this work and stuff. It's like all about intersectionality and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What um far as far as with your uncle? Uh, yeah. You say he passed away in February, right? Yeah, yeah, last year. What is it? Is it has with those protests going on? Those protests was going on before. Your uncle passing, right? I see they yeah. got a, a, a list of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been going on for a while. That shit, like, 
Because even before my uncle passed, I was still reposting stuff about Rikers. I mean, Rikers, like, because my uncle, like, that wasn't, like, his first time in Rikers and stuff like that. So, like, he had been in Rikers beforehand and shit like that. So, like, even, like, having to be, like, him, he would tell me about the shit that would happen in Rikers and shit like that. And also just the conditions are fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, that shit's like a death camp. Like, it's because it's, like, built on top of a landfill. Like, niggas, like, drown. Like, you can't, like, it's, like, it's, like, dead ass an island. Like, you can't, like, if you try to escape, you'll drown type shit. Like, Rikers, like, I don't, like, I don't know if you know anyone who's ever been in Rikers type shit. But yeah, that shit's like the fucking like that's the, like a lot of like the work I'm involved in now is like discovering like the different nuances of Rikers shit, and also just being like I. There are people who still have loved ones in like incar like incarcerated situations and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like listening to like them and stuff like I don't like in terms of the work going on around Rikers, I don't want to just jump out because that's like that's why I'm like really called in action about it yet because I was just like making sure like I don't want to endanger people people needlessly if I'm not in the mental space for that and like I don't like and the way I feel is also like I don't owe it to like show niggas my trauma type stuff. So if I'm not in the mental space to do this type thing, it's like it's being like very intentful how I even talk about it, where I talk about it, you know. Like I don't, I don't want to like pimp my uncle's death. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to yeah. be in the, like I want to make sure. Oh shit, I'm not like in a space where hey, like especially like the Palestine actions now are becoming like just brawls. Like within like the first few minutes, these shit ain't protests no more now. So now it's like oh shit, if you ain't here constantly, like I don't feel like calling you out. Like you know, I think which also I still think it's important people show up for Palestine, obviously. Yeah. But it's also just like being intentional, like how you use things, you know, and how you spread this awareness and shit like that. The, with uh with Rikers, the thing too I think for a lot of folks that may not know, like Rikers is like pre-trial detention. Right? Yeah, yeah, like no one in like Rikers doesn't mean you were like like you're confirmed like anything. And what's wild is like my uncle died right before he was about to get out. He was about to get out in April, like so he died right before he was supposed to get out and shit like that. And that's the thing that happens to a lot of people in Rikers because like Rikers is just like a lot of like they'll throw you in solitary for any type of reason. They'll do like. It's like really evil shit. Like, and they'll have you around like the wildest motherfuckers. Like, I think, like, like, which also I could be wrong about this, but I remember my uncle said something about like he was like in j- like Rikers or something. Like, the, you know, Son of Sam, like the serial killer and yeah. shit like that. He was like in like a medical thing with him, he said, mm. like, and shit like that. Like, it's just like shit where it's like you can be with like the worst motherfuckers and like it's just like there's no like decency or humanity and shit like that. And, and people would be in there for ye- again pre-trial detention, but people would be in there for years. I mean, that's why I'm the Khalif brother, right? Like he was like in there for like a super long Who? time. Khalif brother. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. stealing yeah. the book bag. The book yeah. bag. Yeah, I met I met his brother. Um, yeah, I met his brother. Yeah, and that was that was crazy too because I heard about that story um, before I actually came out here. Yeah, and then to actually like uh, be standing next to his brother, and I didn't even know I was standing next to him. Yeah. Um, what the hell was that? Uh, qu- what was that shit? Uh, qualified immunity? I think that's like, oh, yeah, like the thing, like you, like, I'm like, other people are know more about the cop shit, like what their exact terms yeah. are. But that's the thing, like, it's like you can't, like, be protected or something, like, under, like, no, they couldn't, they can't be protected no more from the union. Like, yeah. when you go to sue them, you would yeah. actually be going right at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it would stop them from, like, making, like, dumb moves of, yeah. of trying to get lawsuits. Yeah. Because they, they get these lawsuits and, they not it's not coming out. They pocket. Well, yeah, it's like taxpayer money type yeah. shit. Yeah, so it's our money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I was standing next to him during the qualified immunity thing, and um, yeah. they they asked me to come out and, and speak. I can't even remember what senator I was standing next to. I think this was like in twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. And I was out there standing. He was just telling the story, you know, telling the story about his his, his uh. His brother, you know, being in there for a book bag and getting lost in the system to the point where he took his life or whatever like that. And uh, 
You know, he was a teenager, right? Yeah. Young. He was like, he had what, 18 and shit like that? Like, especially, like, he was in solitary a lot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and I remember just, like, him yeah. telling the story and me looking to the side and being like, oh, shit. Like, to actually hear, the, hear about this way, you know what I mean? Way before I came right. out here and then to actually yeah. stand next to, like, his brother yeah. was just, like, different. But, um, yeah, like what Rudy's saying, that's pre-trial, man. Pre-trial, pre-trial. Yeah. Um, these are people, you think about pre-trial, these are people that have not been found punishable of whatever they being accused of. Yeah. You could be innocent, you could be guilty. It's, it's innocent people sitting in jail all the time. Um, it shouldn't be that rough. That's what I'm saying. These people waiting mm -hmm. on trial, they, they're getting stuck in solitary confinement. I don't know what mm -hmm. the hell is going in that jail to where people are killing themselves, mm -hmm. to where um, they were, where, where you're scared to go in there. I've, I've lived mm -hmm. Baltimore, D.C., um, uh, shit, Jersey, Philly, um, Midwest, like Detroit. Um, and I've been down south and like all these different different places I've been and the jails I've been, you always hear about Rikers and that's a goddamn Even like in different states. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Different shit, bro, that's... everybody, it don't matter what state you go in, nine out of ten when you when you talk about jails and you say Rikers, niggas know that's a, a New York jail, yeah. bro. Yeah. Everybody know that. You don't hear about Rikers. No, you know, I, mean, no, I don't know no other famous jail like that. Well, yeah, like Fulton County. No. Fulton County. Oh, what's that? That shit with the... Young Thug and them. That, that shit a dungeon. A lot of these... Like, as far as jails, Rikers and Fulton County Jail are the ones that I hear of like a dungeon. People die in Fulton County Jail, too. They're mm. like death camps. Like, yeah. like even for my uncle, that would be like, Rikers is a death camp. It's this guy's is a jail. And all jails are like death camps and shit. All jails are like... All jails are... Like, as abolitionists, right? Like, we're inherently against the idea of jails. But like certain like. Um, like yeah. a friend, a close friend of mine makes the point like it's like while being against jails is still like important to be like caring about the conditions of people in these jails and shit like that. And so a lot of the work of people like I'm around now are talking about like the conditions of people in these jails and shit like that. Because I've like, I, since I'm not going to do this, I can say what it was, like, but like I had an idea like blocking the Rikers bus, right? Or some shit. But like then it's like if you block the Rikers bus, then there's like the guards are going to take down the people who have to go to trial and shit like that. And these mm -hmm. are incarcerated community members and shit like that. And so it's like how this, like how do we do this in a way where it's like protecting like the people who are going to end of the day have no like freedom over their own bodies or autonomy and shit like that. Because even like my uncle, like because he would be in the, out of jail throughout like even my childhood and shit, and like the way that has an effect on you and shit like that. Because like my uncle's like, like uh, my whole name is Justin Marvin Pines, right? So my uncle's name is like Marvin Pines. So I was like named mm -hmm. after him and my grandfather. So it's um like even like growing up and shit like that, like he would like just be in and out. Like I remember like one of my earliest memories, like my grandma took me to visit him and she was just like, oh, this is his job. Because like you can't tell, like, why are you a six year old in the jail, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like those type of things, like not to ramble on about it, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was just saying. Yeah, I've been, I've been in a lot of jails, bro. I've been uh, locked up, like I said, over a hundred times. Um. Uh. I mean, it's super easy. Like anything like, can happen. Like, and then you just end up in jail, depending on like what. Like, it could be like the most ridiculous fucking thing. Yeah, and, and people, uh, people got to know that that um, there's two different types. I mean, um, you could get locked up and go to the precinct, but that's not jail. That's just a precinct. That's yeah. a little holding cell. Jail is, is completely right, different. And then you got yeah. To being held against your will mm -hmm. for no, people saying days to weeks to years. Talk. And the fact that, like you were saying, really, the whole idea of being innocent until proven guilty just, like, diminishes when it comes to the true criminal system that we see. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how you know reform doesn't work because... 
the ideals that you can sit in a cell in four walls with no lights, no clocks, no mm-hmm. windows, and be basically put on an adult timeout. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's yeah. what it is. It's an adult timeout yeah. in harsh, harsher conditions than you already were when you yeah. were forced to commit those crimes or put in that situation to commit those crimes. You know, and it's pretty sick. It's and like, also, and then, bit, um, and, no, not, not to interrupt you, but like, yeah. it's just, and you sit there and you wait yeah. for someone else to determine your fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. And also, it puts you in conditions like, you get normalized, right, to it. So it puts you in a condition to be in the same, like, to just be in and out your whole life because just like, oh, shit, like, it's like, at the end of the day, jail is like, this is guaranteed three meals and a fucking, like, you can sleep somewhere, right? Cool. So it becomes a thing where it's like, there's no desire to make you be, like, for this system to work, someone has to be at the bottom. So, like, it, there's no desire to make, like, rehabilitate you so you can be part of, like, life. It's just about to make you, like, in situations where you're like, oh shit, it's easier to be in jail, right? Like, how many niggas just like, it's just easier to be it's here? It's programming, bro. Yeah. It's programming. Um, They wake you up, they get you up at a certain time, you gotta come out that fucking cell. I mean, you don't have to. You can stay in the cell if you want to, but, bro, it's all programming Um, of uh, 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 teaching you, and, and, and the programming comes in of, of you being programmed to mind what this white man is telling you to do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what y'all got to know. That's the program he tells you when to eat, when, when you know what I mean, when, you, when it's time to lock in and go to bed, all that shit, bro. All that shit. And you sit in a room and, and, and you're not, it's not a rehabilitation center. You're sitting in a room with a whole bunch of motherfuckers that's pissed off, yeah. that's, that's stressed out, pissed off, sad, mad. Some of those, some of them motherfuckers don't give a fuck about shit. Don't give a fuck about why they in there or punch you in your shit. And, and, and before you know, you got to fight them. Now you in there longer because now you just got into that fight. Yeah. And these are all charges. These are all charges. Anything you get hit with in jail, it sticks to you just like you're out on the streets. So a fight in jail is the same thing like a fight on the street. Um, and that's how these people go to jail and don't come home when they're supposed to and get that long ass time. You're like, damn, well, you only got three years when you end up doing like five or six. When you get in there, it's, 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 I think the most fucked up thing, like I said, like it would fuck me up my first time getting locked up uh, out here in Jersey. And I've been locked up a couple times before that, uh, mad times before that. But when I first got locked up in Jersey and, and, uh, the dude was like, you ain't in the system or something. Just your first time getting, I was like, yeah, my first time getting locked up out here and go in and shit like that. And he gave me the card. He gave me my card and he said, um, that nigga told me I was gonna be back. It was gonna be a revolving door. I came in that bitch like 70 times after that, bro. Like 70 times after that nigga told me that. And he told me that shit when I was like 21. 70 times, bro. Nonstop. And it's like, you know what I mean? I was in the system and it was like so easy for them to just spot me on the street and just grab a nigga up. But uh, it's, it's a man, fuck that. That jail shit though, it's not a real, that's what it is. It need to be, I'm not saying that people um, people do need some kind of rehabilitation. I think um, people shouldn't be able to just do walk around and do what they what they need to do. But we need to figure out how to get them in society. They need love from their family. They need to um, be able to see their family, whether whether it's visitations or whatever. But they need to embrace. They need to be able to touch and feel their family. They need to. Um, it needs to be her rehabilitation center where they do where they start changing making the jails look like schools where they where they start teaching these people or whatever they need to teach but they don't teach you shit you sit in a room and you sit in a room with full of criminals 
yeah. and you're not doing nothing but learning how to be a better criminal. Also, when yeah, you're talking, yeah. so I just want to jump in there because there's a couple of things you, you mentioned just now on the uh, on the revolving door piece, right? Like, and it not being a rehabilitation kind of thing. That's on your record then, and like you can't get certain jobs yeah. once that's on your record. So that instantly like decreases the opportunity you can have to like. Because a lot of times I think people end up like, yeah, there's violent crimes, but there's also a lot of financial crimes. Mm -hmm. Talked about the whole like war on drugs. There's a lot of people who ended up having to sit down on a kind of like just like weed that's legal now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. then on the violence that's in there, like you around a bunch of other traumatized people, they're going to hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Like it's a lot going on. And uh, Rikers in particular, like there's lots of gang activity. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if it's still like this, but it used to be when you go in there, mm -hmm. they would ask you like if you're affiliated with anything and put you around those folks. Yeah. And if you're not, they just put you around the like... Um, Whoever was like the majority. And then I remember there was a story of a dude who um he was on on some like nonviolent crime, but then he got in there, they he wasn't affiliated with anything, they put him around um some dudes and they just they jumped him like multiple times. He was fighting for his oh, life in there. That's you know what I mean? So like it's like uh and they don't they don't move, you don't really care, you know, then it's not like the guards are like listening to you though. They like patch you up and then put you right back around the dudes who just beat you up. Hell yeah! Um, I mean, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. Like the guards, are like, you okay? Yeah, yeah. I be tapping, yo. I be, yeah. I be, yo. When no, I be no, talking about shit, sometimes I feel like I'm in there, bro. So yeah. that shit be like, but I'll be good though. You no, know yeah. what I, mean? I just tap in sometimes. That shit be fucked up. I mean, yeah, like the guards are like cops. It's like it's like the yeah. same thing. It's like when the guards dirty, just like cops. I mean, like yeah, like that's the whole weird thing when we talk about abolition, right? The whole reason like I'm an abolitionist is like I want. I just want to be a person. I don't care about being an organizer. I don't care about that. I just want yeah, like yeah. I just want to be able to fucking live. Like I'm Maybe not like change. yeah. And that's the thing. It's a matter of like the whole point of abolition. That, and even like Riley was talking about, right? It's like the idea of like having like no one can grow if you don't have if you don't feel loved enough to like look at what you did wrong. And even like when we say the word did wrong, if you're at the bottom, and you have no way to fucking survive. You're gonna fucking survive. It's a simple like it's a simple thing like that. It's not about no one's like no one's choosing to sell drugs or do no fucked up shit if they don't have yeah, like if no. they like it's. You're in circumstances where it's like, oh shit! Like if I'm not gonna eat, then I'm a fucking steal. It's a simple concept. It, that's like that's the whole point. It's not a matter of like, oh, people are bad or people are disposed to crime. It's about like the environments niggas is in. And if you they can't be like, if you can't be safe or feel like loved or held by your community to look at what you're doing or have any opportunities, then what the fuck are you gonna do? It's the whole point when like people say these things like like we gotta stop black on black crime or the illusion of black on black crime. It's like no, you gotta change the resources niggas is in. You ain't gonna just like. Like, especially as a nigga who, come, who comes from a suburb, right? Like, my whole life I grew up in a suburb. Like, up until my mom died, the like, last 10 years have been me surviving. But I still have space for, like, oh, no, I'm from a suburb. And so it's like, like seeing niggas go to the hood and be like, no, you shouldn't do this without any type of tangible way to make it so they don't have to do this. Then you're just a vulture in here to, like, judge your own people. Yeah. Uh, kind of also on the, uh, the people end up in, uh, it's about, like, an alternative to house arrest i don't know that it's so much better but it's at least like you just at home with like an ankle monitor and you don't got to yeah, be yeah. around these fucked up uh, conditions and in a dungeon yeah. and we watched just That's like just last yeah. last week in court right with the dude who um he his bail was four hundred dollars remember that and and um the nigga the shit? Hmm? no 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 but um <laughs> when the comrade was in court and we, uh, oh, 
Yeah. And the yeah. dude, the dude, um, there was a dude that was there. Um, they were saying he was, it was charging him with like menacing and all this stuff. And but he was saying to his lawyer and to the judge that like he doesn't have any money to pay for anything. And he's the judge was like, we we can I considered that. Um, in giving his bail amount to be four hundred dollars, because it's usually way more. He's like, I don't even have the four hundred dollars. That's a pair of sneakers, bro. Which four hundred like, is a lot. Like, it's, a, it's a lot, but it's also like not. It's 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 so within reach for to to send someone to this dungeon that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, over, you know? and like you be playing with people's lives. Like, it's like you even like. Like and even like you made the house arrest point, right? It's like like even those ankle monitors, they make you pay for those ankle monitors as well. Oh, sure. Like you have to pay for all these things that are part of your confinement. Mm. So also imagine like I'm putting you like I'm torturing you and I'm making like that's a form of mental torture. Like paying I'm, like, you for like, your own shackles is crazy. Like, yeah, like you have to be like <laughs> I mean I like Yo, I'm not sure how no. true this point. You charge me tax too. Yeah. I don't know, huh? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you're going to charge me tax, too? Like, 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 it's crazy. Like, I don't know how true certain, like, but like even, like, elements of your own imprisonment you have to pay for when you're out if it's something I heard and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like... Well, yeah, because there's, like, commissary and shit like that. And, like, I mean, yeah. And, also, yeah, cruelty yeah, yeah. is the point. Like, cruelty is always the point in these things, right? Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is why I think, like, the school-to-prison pipeline is yeah. so vast, too. It's just, yeah. like, they... Tell you, like you said, to get up at a certain time, to get ready. They tell you what to do, how to think, what to wear, mm-hmm. what and when to eat. Yeah. They also tell you if you get in trouble, be on your permanent record, yeah. and schools will look at you funny, and you won't get the mm-hmm. type of job access and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, oh, this is eerily similar yeah. to the prison incarceration system, yeah. the mass incarceration system. Mm-hmm. Permanent records like don't exist either, you know. It depends on who you are. It depends on who you are. No one can pull up. No one can pull up any fight that I had in middle school. Right. It's a lie. They're lying to you. That's how they know none of it matters. But um, I know you you mentioned that I don't know if you want to get into it. You you keep yeah have activism, but you also do music. I mean, yeah, music is the main thing. I do. Like, I'm very, like, I'm very, like I've, yeah, I've been rapping since. Well, I'm I'm a black guy, so I've been rapping since I was like five. But like, I've been doing like, 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 like I, we're black. Like we grew up in around the shit. Like all of us were rapping. All of us was like playing like like. You know, oh, like, right. yeah, like you just grow up in like whenever someone asks me like my favorite rappers, I'm like I was a black kid who grew up in the early 2000s. So like it's always it's like I hate that quote because it's like the most like typical shit you'll ever get. Like so, like, answer, though. huh? What's my favorite rappers? Um, my favorite rapper is me. But besides that, like, <laughs> yeah. besides, like besides that, like I grew up on Jay, I grew up on Ye, I grew up on Biggie, I grew up on Pop, I grew up on like um, Outkast, I grew up on M, I grew up on like on like that's why I said the usual yeah. suspects like Wayne, like Fifty, like up East Coast, like you Fifty, yeah, like yeah, it's like yeah. everyone like like um the person who gave me the ch- like the courage to rap was like Charles Gambino and shit. But besides that. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah, I was like 15 when Camp came out. So I was like, oh shit, I could do this. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So like, that's the thing. And like, for me, like music, like the reason, like, even like doing this work, like the closest I feel to God is through music and like this organizing shit, right? And like, for me, like the main reason I'm in the city pursuing music and shit is because we need like, a big thing for me is like, we need an economic base. We don't have anything like tangible long-term where like, hey, like things don't change. And the truth is in three years, we'll all be gentrified out. Like we're at the point now that even the gentrifiers are being gentrified out, right? Like, so even like, yeah. even like back to the Jordan Neely shit, and I made a point about this with Rikers. <clears throat> it's like, if hold we on, can. Hold on, real quick. Yeah. I mean, y'all, you keep going, but yeah. I think I need to go like 
I just want to um, make yeah. sure I'm good, man. We yeah. got them special cameras. I don't want to yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like, just like jail, just all these shit. So if we don't have a thing, like, and long term, this is black capitalism, so fuck black capitalism, obviously. But in the short intro, intro like, even the reason I support you with, like, Black Sky and all the things you do is because, oh, shit, we need something. It can't just be, like, if we're all just organized, like, we can't be the poor feeding the poor, right? I'm, like, I remember 2021, I made the point, like, we are the equivalent of going to a hospital screaming, fuck cancer. Which, yes, fuck cancer, but you need tangible things. Yeah, like, there's no reason, like, for example, the reason I got into organizing is, like, I, the thing that radicalized me was I was like houseless when COVID happened, so I was in the shelter and shit. So that's that's the thing that made me be like, oh shit, this is fucking evil and shit. Like I would see poor white people screaming for them to open like to open up the system, like open up and like do all this shit. And they would be so angry, and I got why they were angry. They didn't get why they were angry. It's like this system has failed you. This system is like not sustainable, and you can't survive on it. But that's the thing. Like, we don't have anything tangible to offer. Like, my mom was disabled. Like, my mom, if I, my mom was alive, I couldn't just come out when COVID happened like, and kill my mother under the name of, I, I agree with you niggas. Like, you have to, like, we have to have things, if, like, you don't have liberation if everyone isn't, can't be part of your liberation. Like, that's also the major, like, issue even in these spaces, right? Like, how many, like, how many black people are left in these spaces as opposed to the niggas you ran out for every idea of a problematic, Right. Which also is like abusive, it's like exploiting language to be like, this person's problematic with no actual concrete thing. It's what cops do. It's like, hey, this person is problematic. We can't say why this person's problematic. We can't say why. Like, it becomes another form of whiteness. And like, that's why we have to con like, find concrete ways to provide for our own community. Like, my whole thing is like, if, like and sorry for the tangent, but like, if, like, if your radicalism can't connect to regular people, then your radicalism is fucking useless. Then it's just like a bunch of niggas who agree with you. Like niggas might not like me here, but I don't really give a fuck because like niggas in the hood like me. Niggas like in, I can go in so many different spaces and be loved because like oh shit, like I stand on these principles. And the truth is, I don't give a fuck. Like I don't give a fuck about being seen as an organizer. Like I deeply dislike that shit. Like I get tight when niggas in music come and be like, oh shit, I be seeing you with the protest shit. And like for me, like even before my uncle died, my big thing was like my come up is not gonna be black death because I just know. Like first off, it's like also having value in yourself. Like I'm in, like I know I'm dope enough. I don't need to exploit my own people to be like, oh shit, like look at this dead nigga, but I got a mixtape. Like, and even like in 2020 when shit would happen, niggas would come and sing songs. It would just be gross. Like part of, like Andre 3000 has a quote, right? Where it's like part of being an artist is knowing not to perform, knowing not like yo, it's like hey, like like art has no meaning without people. So it's also like that's why it's like, and also I think my bad advice as I keep rambling, okay. but like it's like no, it, like like yeah. that's the thing. It's like it's about like. As cultural workers, like as artists, we have a responsibility to our people, right? So many niggas will be like, yo, like they miss how art used to be. And I was making a point to like a friend, it's like, they like mad niggas is still rapping. The issue is like, cause we're in such late stage capitalism, it's like so many of these artists mean nothing. Like back in like the 60s, right? Aretha Franklin was like paid for like um, I think Angela Davis's bail or some shit like that. But like it, like Talk. as capitalism like isolates and individualizes you and like the talented temp theory happens, right? Where it's like only the extraordinary matter it now isolates you from your people. So that's how like when we have these black billionaire conversations and things like that, it's like it's like the closer you are to wealth is still a form of whiteness. It's still a form of like whitewashing you from your people. You can't understand why your people are acting the way they are in New York circumstances, then you are the state now. Now it's like if I'm just like, look at these rally niggas always loud on the fucking like like if you're not even from this environment type shit and you can't stand being around these people, like it's like a matter of like checking your privilege and being like, oh shit, like understanding where your people come from type thing. 
Like, if you don't organize out of a space of love, and it's just like this, like, ego thing. Damn. Yeah. That, there were so many jewels in there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a smart nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just kept going with him, too. He's dropping him after dropping him. I'll just jump in to a few bullet points. Hey, I agree. Revolution isn't free. Like, yeah. it never was. Um, yeah. It got to be funded in some way. And then yeah. it's just how it's funded, which is uh, you got to be intentional. And then you got to think about the power dynamics yeah. that are created with who has the money, who's mm. giving it, and how does that money flow. Yeah. Uh, the, um, yeah, closer to whiteness. Uh, yeah, that I, I fully agree with that. And I think that's where it's like the economic system. Mm-hmm. Well, generally, this concept of dual power, which is like yeah. some, some people kind of ascribe by, I, I believe power. in it too, this concept of uh, having the like public protest, um, public resistance, which is the protest, and then you have power building yeah. within your own community because you also have to have an alternative, and that's things like mutual aid. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you have to have you have to have an alternative. You can't just say you can't just say abolish the state yeah. and not have any type of idea of what that alternative is. Yeah, you can't is. also just say uh, defund the police and abolish the police, but you have no idea how you're gonna comfort people and make them feel like they're gonna be safe. And and what is going to yeah, just have have real tangible. Uh, Ways to address, like you said, what normal people, the average person, yeah. thinks. There is, it's very easy with any ideology to get wrapped up. And, and see, there's this... I've heard language on the internet lately about a protest scene. I feel like that is incredibly toxic. I don't know how there can just be a, how there could be a scene with that. Uh, you can have certain demands. You have an identity. You have a culture and community outside of the people that are protesting. Because there's more people not protesting. Yeah. Than there are. There was actually someone who this New York Times opinion columnist who he got attacked on TikTok because he basically kind of went out and said that like a lot of the pro-Palestine actions don't have a lot of substance to them, um, mm-hmm. even though they feel very vast. But he's like, even a hundred thousand people, a couple hundred thousand people at a protest, isn't mm-hmm. enough because there are millions of people who are not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just I. Well, I don't necessarily agree with him on that point, and also it just feels like it serves as a way to discredit something or make it feel, take away the power that it has, because yeah. there is something there. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be sustained over time. Yeah. Um, I do think it's worth keeping in mind that like there are a lot of people. You're protesting because you are, uh, you're, um, you have to protest because you are not the dominant mm-hmm. opinion. You do not have the, the power. If you had it your way, you wouldn't need to be in the street to take the action. So I think it's always important to remember that there are lots of these other people. And if you are in community, especially with black people, mm-hmm. you know that like not everyone thinks of abolition, but abolition is like a mindset, right? It's, the, uh, it's imagining this future that, that um, does not have uh, the police in our neighborhoods. Um, it's, it's, it's imagining a future of like, what would it look like if we were anti-capitalist and, and it wasn't billionaires who ran the world? Mm-hmm. Um, and what if their needs were met. Exactly. Yeah. And it was a non-hierarchical system. You can imagine that, but you're not going to win over the world by just imagining that. You also have to have boots on the ground, putting stuff into practice, sharing your vision, like taking actions mm-hmm. beyond that. Um, yeah. You can't power build if no one know you. That's right. the thing. Like, that's, what they, that's the thing with a lot of like, and even like that person's critique, like I think there's value 
in it, but I also think like the work is also in the conversations people are having, and I think like that's the easiest thing to discredit because you can't see it, right? Like my best friend mm-hmm. isn't in organizing, but we have these dialogues, and he's a teacher, and he's like someone who agrees with like, right. these things, <laughs> and it's like it's a matter of like having space for your own people. Like I'll make the statement like. Black people are inherently abolitionists mostly because nigga, you ain't calling the cops. If we like it, like yo, like nine times out of ten, you ain't calling the cops. Like yo, like so that's inherently abolitionist. Now you might not know, like you might not know how you're abolitionist type thing. Like for example, like you may not put the label on yourself. Yeah, it's like for like I didn't consider myself someone who does dual language, but A B is a language. Like yo, like the way I say bet can be like mean three different things if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like bet could be like okay, I agree with you. Bet could mean like, all right, we're about to fight, or bet could be like I'll see you later. Like that, like even the <laughs> phrase like I'll be back can mean like it's imp- like yeah. that. Those type of nuances and shit. Pitching, like pitching African American vernacular English as a as a second language. I'm bilingual. I'm bilingual. Fire. <laughs> like as a writer, none of this shit, like none of these working languages matter whatsoever. So that's why I was like, yo, it's like like abolition is like a constantly evolving thing. And if you aren't doing the internal work of asking why am I here? Like even the protest scene thing, right? It's like there are a lot of people who are like stuck in the trauma loop. But I'll like I'll make this, I'll go far enough, including myself. Like everyone who's still here in this motherfucking toxic shit is traumatized in some level. And I think it's like that's valid. It's like it's just important to be intentional. Like, okay, why am I out here? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like talk about jail. Like, yeah, it's had a flashback. Yeah, it's like it's like it's important to like have that do. Like most regular people just want to fucking live. And that like I was just walking around Tina because I still go out there to get haircuts and shit. So like I mean like, and like so I was like yo like regular people wouldn't join us just because like we look psychotic. Like I can be like fuck the police and all these things and I can have a conversation with you and be like oh this is why I stand on these principles. This is why and that's the like, thing with like a lot of these organizers and shit like that. It's like it's this isn't an identity to me. Like I don't really like if I'm being blunt I don't really give a fuck. Like I care about this because I care about this, but I don't give a fuck about being seen as this whatsoever. Like, I mean, like, the Time Magazine shit happened with me, if you saw that shit. Like, the, I ended up having to help um, lead the Jordan Neely march and shit like oh, that. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah seen that. and like, I, I was, like, that. an angry nigga who had been houseless before, so I was screaming. They were like, look at that loud nigga. Let's take pictures. And, like, that's how I ended up on Time Impact and all that shit. And, like, there's nothing, like, but the thing is, too, is, like, there's nothing from that. Like, I just used that to text my family and be like, hey, I'm doing something with my life. And hi, yeah. family, I'm doing something with my life. Like, like yeah, but, like, <laughs> see, like, it's, like, you like the real work is like in the communities you build and the people around you and shit like that. Like the end goal, like the best things I've ever done, no one knows about because that's the point. Yeah. Like the point is like not being known for this shit. You know, like long term, this will just be a hindrance. Like, oh shit, niggas know you. And now it's like, like you know what I'm saying? Like it just becomes uh, all these things. No, people, yeah, people, um, people, uh, a lot of people are in this shit for the wrong shit. To, um, if you're really in it for the work that you don't care about, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. All these pictures and all that other bullshit. You know what I mean? I, I, um, my other page, I used to post that shit. But like when people start complaining and start whining and start like really thinking that that's what I, I stopped that. Yeah, I stopped posting all that shit because that's that's not that's not it. Yeah, to work, to work, to work, to work. I keep telling people to work. Um, and and yeah. that's the sad part. That's the that's the like the biggest thing I've seen like yeah. being out here and all the people that that uh really come and go they it's like a um yeah man shit it's either the ambulance chase you can quickly get money if you organize out this bitch <laughs> and that's what a lot of these people do man i just wish it was uh and and and, and it is some dedicated hardcore that's why i said there's some dedicated people out here and, and they may not be popular they might not be uh 
Mm-hmm. Everybody's fan favorite, but they 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 don't care about that. Yeah. They strictly on the work. You know what I mean? Nothing that people can say or run around and do is going to stop them from doing the work because they didn't come out here for these people. Yeah. That's dictating. They came out here to do the work for the people. That's that needs to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Need to receive it. They're you not here I mean? to fetishize black death. Like mm-hmm. they like you know tokenize black death or black trauma. Like that's like I'm like I'm, I remember I did a speech in like. Um, Patterson after like on the one year anniversary of George Floyd's death I was like how many times does a black man die before they kill him right like as black people like, how many like indignities or things you have to go through that break your spirit before the state physically kills you hmm. and those are like things like that's why it's like the real work is like building conversations right like even like talking about like trans people right like no one's going to be willing to have a conversation about gender identity if you're not close enough to have like actually like, be there to listen and like actually understand their experiences of these people right and especially as cis people besides dimes obviously like it's important to like use your privilege in these conversations to be I like I am that trans person like no but like as like like there was a kid I knew right and like Fuck that nigga now. But like I remember like like he was like, Oh, you know, like if I like trans would sound like a mental illness, like if I had it known. I was like, Well, let's say you're from Scotland, right? And you've never seen a black person. You see me, you think I have a horrible skin disease. Your experience, like not seeing something doesn't change your ignorance doesn't change that something exists. Like those are like the conversations and dialogues and like you have to have space for people. Like you have to have space for people to grow, to unlearn, to like you that's like what community is. Like being able like to question, oh shit, like this is what I was colonized into thinking. It's so like what is like actual truth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you you basically talking about like the importance in a lot of the work is like sometimes it's like a direct action or something like that, but it yeah. could also be creating the space for people to grow their knowledge and understanding yeah. and like mm-hmm. like be vulnerable and admit that they are unlearning things as well. I mean, and I think that's that is like super important. I would say too, it's like because I I think I know what y'all are talking about with the I know this like the specific kind of person. It's like, but uh, attention and like popularity and fame are. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's lots of stuff like wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. Aware, like you want widespread awareness of a message, yeah, and you want maybe widespread conversations to start happening, which mm-hmm. is why social media is so powerful. Which is mm-hmm. why like Black Twitter had like a political movement and like. Yeah. started Black Lives Matter, that started lots of conversations and created space for that. But there's a difference when it's like you use that to just get invited to a bunch of talk shows or something and like, yeah. and you don't, you're not really having a conversation per se, you're really talking at people. Like when it becomes like one directional and this is like you're, like you're a talking head, you're like a figurehead versus like, um, you're not, yeah, you're not having a dialogue. You're having a monologue. I think when it's, yeah. When you're having a monologue and you are pandering to the gallery a lot, mm-hmm. um, that's yeah. it could look the same, but it's it's very different and it's way more toxic. I mean, like, the, and there are some people who are in it for that. Yeah, right. to be tokenized, like, the, yeah. it's like the talented Negro thing. Like, how many smart, like, like I went through that a lot, right? Like, how many times speeches you see me do was like, look at that talented nigga speak. <laughs> like, 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 look at that, like, like, sophisticated like, nigga. Yeah, like you're you're articulate. You're like, da, da, da. Yeah. as opposed to, like, it's knowing how to word your trauma in the way, like, oh shit, like, how can you be tokenized, make money off this shit, as opposed to, like, actually like, talking to your own community and actually building. I mean, black capitalism, right? Like, like it kind of all comes back to like, oh shit, like. Black capitalism was like like the talent of one being taken out and then wanting to become like fit with the elite, which is like assimilating into whiteness. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like forgetting where you came from. Yeah. So something I saw today on Black Sky, it was 
there's a dude who started a company and it's he the project is like it's a black man uh, it's an AI company and it's called he I guess he nicknames it or people call it Black GPT because it's supposed to be like Chat GPT but it's supposed to be trained on data from like black popular culture and um, and like working with like HBCUs and like it's supposed to like under it's like AI that understands black people and now. That's something that can go left super quickly. Super so easy. Because like, <laughs> like, he started selling it to, to marketers, yeah. like marketing departments, who want to have a, who want to sound more authentic to black people. Yeah. So it's like, that's where it's like, all right, you could have, you maybe could have um, yeah. built something that like addresses anti-blackness mm-hmm. online, that like detects that, or like hate speech or something, mm-hmm. or... Um, yeah, something that that actually addresses needs and issues with the black community. But you kind of just pimping pimping niggas out. Pimping out the culture, especially as girls, because like the black experience is profitable. Black people aren't, but like everyone, like mm. everyone, like, everyone wants to be a nigga until it's time to be a nigga. Like, like that's the thing. It's like, like yeah, like, that's why it's like it's like AI inherently is evil, especially as an artist, right? Like, like oh, it's yeah, inherently that, yeah, like it's a like. Yeah. Uh, Oh fuck! I hate that term. Like, yeah, yeah, can yeah, I go on the story? Right. Like, we have like, I was at like this party in the Bronx, right? And like, I was like, this like, mind you, there's a bunch of black and brown people, and like this white guy came and like he like was showing like pictures of like people like who are, like houseless people and shit like that. Mind you, there's a room full of like niggas and like brown people. Like, it's like you're the only white person here, and like, and like, and just like even like that the issue of content, right? Like the, even the idea of content is like the reason I'm against it so much is because like ain't like nothing becomes sacred if something's content, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Like any like you talking to your mom on the phone like on the phone or some shit could be content or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think as artists, especially like as black artists, right? Like art for me is a spiritual thing. Art is like something that's why it's like it's very important for me like this to be separate and shit. Because like it's important to like be in like if you're not intentional doing this shit, you will be exploited. You will be like like it's like how many politicians who are like out here organizing and I was like, Hey, I'm helping gentrify New Brooklyn now. Yeah. Like it's like if you're not intentional, you can just get exploited and pimped and like become part of the system and shit like that. It's important to like be like, Oh shit, I'm here to like save the world, help people. And like I can't save the world by myself. Like we can only save the world through each other. That's the issue with a lot of like people who do like like radical music, it's like becomes like this God complex shit, like I am Jesus, as opposed to like we are the only thing that can save us. Like that's the thing. Like it's like you have to be intentional as artists. And the whole thing about like if art is like spirits communicating their experiences, then how is like AI is inherently against artists? AI is inherently like, you know, it's like and there's a difference between like being like against growth and like and being a dinosaur and then there's something being like, oh shit, this is exploiting. Like um there was a thing I shared on my story last night being like there's like I'm not sure if this is official yet or it's just like a scenario, but someone's saying like imagine like someone could just like take a picture of you and find out your address and you're like and your name and everything. And someone then said, so many women would die. And that's true. Like, so many, like, if so, I can just take a picture of you and find out where you live and shit like that through AI. Like, then, like, so many, like, like the amount of people who would die, specifically women, specifically fans, like, yo, like, that shit would be fucking, t- like, yo. There are dudes who do that on TikTok right now. They, um, they, like, and they make it, like, a thing. Like, people can send in their photos and they look at, like, the, sh- the, the shadows, they look at the buildings in the background, they, they like analyze it to then like 
find people's exact location on Google Maps. What? That's, that's fucking scary. That's iconic. And that should never. <laughs> that's 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 and then they make that content. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be one, nigga. like, if you like, if you like, if you're looking for anyone's address and they ain't give it to you, you fucking weird, nigga. Like, what the fuck, you stalker, Yo, motherfucker? What? That's different, man. Like, that's, that's like. Hard. That's different. Like, yeah. and that, like, that's why I think it's important to be intentional with like art and to be intentional with like, I mean, I, I think every also human being should be intentional. I mean, be intentional with what you share online, right? Yeah. Cause like, right. people yeah. can do that. Yeah. yeah. And before I say anything too radical, I love Obama. <laughs> like, I got dreams. Like, like, you said Obama? Yeah, I was, it's a joke, nigga. Like, oh, okay. no shit. Like, yo, like, yo. You love Obama? Yo. I invited you here, nigga. Like, yo. He was about to crucify you. <laughs> nigga, like, yo, I got, I got dreams. I nigga, like, double check. You said Obama? <laughs> you said Obama. Good. And Dallas, you got for us, man. Y'all want to get some hot topics? Real quick before we That's close it out. Spicy? Spicy topics? What's yeah. up? Spicy and hot? Yeah, you know, I mean, our topics that we usually get in, let's go. We yeah. Do you? I mean, do whatever y'all want to do. Like, we got, like, we are, we have to do racial as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We can get into that after that, I'm sorry. Okay, y'all. So, basically, mm-hmm. my topic, it's not as funny, ha kiki jokes and stuff. It's kind of upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of talking about the um, school to prison pipeline earlier. We have a school-related topic again this week. Mm-hmm. Last week, I don't know if y'all watched um, Unapologetic Talks episode, but we were talking about Christine Mary Theory, a racist mm-hmm. New York City school teacher who likes to spit at and call black trans youth niggers. Mm-hmm. All right? So we went to the school, got the DOE's attention, started the process of holding her accountable, getting her license revoked, mm-hmm. fired from that position. But this week, we're still looking for accountability, especially in the school system. But this time, not in New York City, but in Texas. Mm. So Mm. um, a young 18-year-old junior by the name of Daryl George, Mm. he, whatchamacallit, he's still fighting his legal case against the Barber Hillside High School in Texas. They Mm -hmm. suspended him for having locks. Yeah, Barber's Hill. Ain't that wild? Barber, <laughs> Barber, <laughs> Barber's Hill. He goes to Barber's yeah, that's crazy. Hillside High School, and they want him to cut his hair. It's like, oh, you should have expected it, especially from Texas, but it's like, this, not only did they suspend him, but this happened like a few, I don't I think weeks prior to the Crown Act mm-hmm. finally being established. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those who don't know what the Crown Act is, it's a legislative know. bill that protects pri- primarily black people from racial discrimination in the school and work field. Mm-hmm. Like protects us from wearing colors in our hair and locks and braids and um, protective styles. Yeah, our protective styles, our culture, our culture showcasing God our culture. <laughs> and it's still somehow banned and criminalized mm-hmm. in these fields still. Mm-hmm. After this, and Daryl is a prime example. He's still fighting with the lawyers and stuff. They just now, I watched today on the news that um, the update to the case is that the judge ruled in favor of the school. Mm-hmm. Mm, and they're saying the school was justified in suspending and removing him from campus. They're saying it doesn't violate any policies of this new act, which is not true. Like, he has his hair in barrel rolls in these locks. The... Um, Agreements and stuff. The school policy says it can't pass his ear in the front and it can't pass his neck in the back, which it doesn't in the style that he has it in. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of ironic. He's already conforming his natural hair yeah. for mm-hmm. the barber 
school. He yeah. or he has the haircut on the side, the little taper, the, yeah, the yeah, you know what I'm saying? He that's has it. Up, so I'm like, he has a nice haircut. It looks clean and kept. Yeah, bro's hair is it's not like there's some people out here with the the Bob Marley type. You know locks. the Rastafarian like. Nah, his is put his is all right, kept. bro. So it's yeah. like really, you're just coming at his locks, and they want him to cut his hair, but his family and legal team refused to have his cut. To and you know what, cut his hair. what I've seen? That principal took out a whole ad, like a whole page in that town's newspaper, to to make the case that they're not racist. Oh. <laughs> hey, like, man. like we know I, who like Martin what, Luther King is. We can't be like racist. what in the like, white supremacy? You like you gonna use your power as a white man to take out a page in an, in your local newspaper to discredit this black teen mm. and their parents and and try to make the case that you're not discriminating when everything like Dom said, like bro has his dreads. It's it's fitting your policy. It doesn't touch your shoulders. It don't every picture you've seen. It don't touch your shoulders. So it's just blatant racism. And it, I believe he wasn't the only kid that this has happened to mm. at that school. Definitely not. It's never yeah. the first time, and like it, it becomes a public issue. It's always like mm. like a, the 80th kid you like fucking mm. criminalized for having like let like let Tyler have his hair down. Tyler should dare. And it was like, oh, um, one of the main reasons was like, if he were to let his hair down, it would not be. If he was. But I'm like, that's like saying if one of my boys grew their hair out, Mm -hmm. then he should just go bald. They should get a buzz cut right now because their hair can grow that long and it can not mm -hmm. be within policy rules. And you know what I heard with some story? I don't don't think it was that same school, but there, there are other stuff like this where it was like, and it's. There's obviously like this like uh, type of phobias with it, but it was basically saying I think there was a there was I, I know this for sure it happened. I just don't have the exact source, but there was a situation where it was a, it was one of these uh, your hair too long situations, and they literally told the I think they told the kid's parent like your child has the option to cut his hair or wear a skirt. Oh no! Wait, what? That was because that was the rules. It was like what was that? Only, I, I'm, I'll look Probably right. Texas or some shit like that too. It was like it was a wrestling thing, right? Like he he could cut his hair there to like, or he like wouldn't be able to. It was a young kid. It was a similar situation like this where it was like the Bro. school's policy was you can't boys cannot have their hair to their shoulders was a thing. So that was, that was the way. The person had articulated it that's in wild. this offensive way. That's fucking. Oh uh, no, nah, I'd have, bro, I'd have, I'd have came up there and made that nigga put a skirt on. Right, I would have put the skirt on just because. <laughs> I would have been like, I. Right. Hey, bro, put that shit on right now. I'm wearing the skirt now. I went, what? I went to the old navy now just for what? you, nigga. Like, got me a men's skirt, a kilt, just because. <laughs> like, that's fucking wild. And then that goes back to like power and control. Mm. You want to. People argue let kids be kids. Let that damn kid go to school. Oh, yeah. Now he's in alternative school. He's flunking out or something like that. All he wanted to do was go to school and be comfortable in his own skin. Like, it's just and wild. And that's not hard. How, who is his locks distracting? And then the whole, like, sexist thing where, like, oh, yeah, who feminine presenting kids like, can, like, go. have, like, yeah. what, what are you talking about, bro? You looking in these kids' pants and telling them they can have long hair or not? That yeah. This sounds crazy. Yeah. It sounds unrealistic. Yeah, and he's... Uh, yeah, the story. Uh, I'll find the link to the story, but it was like, yeah, Texas superintendent allegedly tells grandma to cut grandson's hair or put him in a dress. 
You know what I'm saying? Yo, them niggas in Texas. Put that fucking dress on. Something in the water. Don't cut your hair. Something in the water. (laughs) Yeah. The Texas niggas bugging. I'll drop that link in there. Texas, like, teachers and school administration would rather bend the rules to make (laughs) the policy unaccepting of these kids than let them in naturally and loving themselves. This is crazy. Anti-blackness running rampant. Running rampant during Black History Month? During Black History Month? It's shame. Terrible. Shame. Shame. Yo, all right, real quick, let me, um, what I saw, this actually happened this morning, too. What's what's today, Friday? Today, Friday, y'all know this shit gonna play on Monday. But Friday, all right, so it's Friday, 6 o'clock this morning, um, I don't know if y'all seen somebody got shot on the train. Oh, they did? In the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's first been a couple day. of shootings. I think. Nah, but I'm talking about six o'clock this oh, morning. Today? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the guy was in his forties. Yeah. The guy who got killed. Yeah. But um, on a, uh, I can't remember what stop, but like it was like the B and D, and then it was like last week. What was it? Like it was like shootout, right? On the four. Yeah, somebody. Only one person died. I think yeah. he was like 34. But it was like five or six people that got hit. Yeah. They got somebody got shot in the face. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, um, teenagers. But the thing is, right, bro, all all these all these shooting in the train stations, yeah. But it's all these fucking cops in the train stations, mm-hmm. and they ain't they don't find none of these people. Mm-hmm. But bro, you will get your ass beat the fuck up if you jump that turnstile, and we got to figure this shit out, bro. We got to figure this shit out. How 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 are all these goddamn shootings going on? They got all these fucking cops in the train station, and they never there to stop any of them. But we'll be there to beat your ass if you jump that goddamn turnstile. And they're, they're, they're sitting around the corner to give you a $100 ticket. But when them shots get fired, I, I think them niggas clear out the station with everybody else. Bro, they 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 it's prime example. They are scary, bro. They are scary. Y'all and, are not brave. Y'all not, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Even with the gun on your hip, you're not brave. Yeah. They sanctioned violence can't protect you, nigga. I, yeah. I think them bros, they they be leading the, the running. They be leading. <laughs> I think when the shots go off, they be like, everybody come on. You Uvalde, the school shooter. Those cops were afraid to go in to the yeah. school. That shit was fucking crazy. Nigga. Suckers. And that, and that, they and that, stopped families from going in. That's prime example. Prime example. But let you be by yourself. And it's like two or three of them. They will beat your ass. You say something crazy, man. Oh, Run up on you. All that shit. 290, yeah. 290, you by yourself, you can pull your phone out. They be gonna smack your phone out your hand and do you dirty. But but shit get when it when when it, when it's time for them cops to get busy. Get yeah. <laughs> when it's real, when somebody really when, when people like fuck 911 and it's the time where they be like, yo, call 911. <laughs> you niggas is y'all haul ass, bro. Y'all run up out of that train station. Are y'all doing something, man? There's no way that these motherfuckers can shoot the shit up. And then get up out of there, and, and y'all don't y'all don't see or, or make it there, bro. And y'all are always in there. And then there's the other thing, like with the 62 year old, when the shit first popped off, when Eric Adams first got into office, was the 62 year old subway shooter. He shoot the shit up, and I'm oh. like, bro, they said he made it, made it, ran up a, a oh, couple yeah. of train tracks, went up to another platform, crossed over, and jumped on the train and got up out of there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And no one knew where he <laughs> was. It was like regular people who <laughs> found that nigga. Like, 62 yeah. years old. I'm like, God damn. That milk done nigga Eric Adams is doing bad. Yeah, and he's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was like, he wasn't a small guy? Like, I was like, no, oh, man. man. Easy to spot. 
Damn, so, me running down the street. It's like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to spot. And then the other thing was he had, uh, they said it was a train, uh, it was a cop in the station, but uh, they said his radio stopped working. And I'm like, well, fuck his radio. You heard the gunshots. Go towards the gunshots. Go, <laughs> <laughs> go, go handle right that the gunshots. Grandma, go to the light. <laughs> go to them shots. Shit. That's a good, that's a good transition to my topic. Yeah, go ahead. Talk, talk heavy. Shit. All right, so... Uh, we talking about gun violence in the city. There is a company out there. I think it's called Sound Thinking or something like that. But their their product is called Shot Spotter. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard of Shot Spotter, mm-hmm. they are literally microphones, listening devices that are placed in neighborhoods to detect acoustic sound. And it's supposed to be all right. Boom! Loud noise happens. Microphone picks it up, sends that to a data center. Human at the data center who works for this company listens to it, analyzes. They got machine learning algorithms. They decide if it's a gunshot or not, or if it's some other credible threat. And they're supposed to forward that information to the police with a uh, with a location, so the police can go pull up there. Now, so shots fired device that could be a car firing, that could be a Hellcat, a little Dodge Challenger riding down the street. All that loud noise, um, a balloon pop, fireworks, that can kick off. These these, these sensors, but they're always listening. So even your regular conversations are being picked up, and the company is just supposed to be trusted with this information to discard that, mm-hmm. right? Supposedly, and only forward over credible threats to the police. There are twenty three thousand shots fired devices deployed across America, in predominantly now now sorry. So here's what happened. Supposedly, the police don't know where these devices are. The public does not know where these <laughs> devices are. Right? Allegedly, crazy. Um, the police don't so, know. So, so you have twenty-three. You have a network of of listening devices planted out in in scattered throughout neighborhoods all across America. The police don't know and just trust this. Supposedly, just trust this information passing to them. Hmm. Um, there was a leak of those in, of the the locations of those sh- shots by our devices to a tech journalist um, at Wired, and they put, they had the GPS coordinates coordinates of all the, the shot spotter devices, they put it on like a Google map, so you could go to the, go to the, the, um, the link and oh, zoom yeah. in and see exactly where the, the, the shot spotter devices are. And to no one's surprise, they literally put it wherever black people live. Word? I did a zoom in on New, York, shit, on New York City, <laughs> and it's South Jamaica, Queens, Far Rockaway, yeah. Harlem, the Bronx, Brooklyn, but not Greenpoint, but not Williamsburg. Not um, Midtown. That not whole Midtown. section is clear. No mics needed there yeah. at the main tourist attraction of New York City. Where it can oh. really get down at. Probably where this, that, 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 that subway shooting we were talking about probably it didn't be, have a It'd be going down <laughs> over there, you know? I see motherfuckers. That shit was last week. There was a 15-year-old shooting up Midtown. Mm. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, shit, the cops got their ass whooped in Midtown. <laughs> and so, and then, and this, yeah. so I made that post on um, on Black Sky and went viral. People started replying to me of like cities I'm not even familiar with. They showed Baltimore. There's like apparently the Baltimore Black Butterfly with these two sections of the city where black people live at all shots by our device locations. Mm. Ferguson, um, St. Louis, Denver, um, parts of Denver, um, uh, Chicago, of course. Like ju- and it's like you people would put up the uh, Camden, um, people would put up 
the shot spotter locations and the breakdown like demographics and it would be a one-to-one match for where black and brown people live mm. is where the shot spotter devices are and then you got to think about it if like they have all these you are surveilling mass surveilling right they're tapping phones that's come out this last year they got microphones outside people's windows you got cops in the subways mm. um you have cops in the schools you are designating entire housing projects as gang headquarters. You're doing all this using AI facial you, recognition, using face recognition um, to de- to detect people. You're doing all this and still somehow not stopping crime, <laughs> not stopping gun violence, not solving anything, over policing people, like having cops go to to locations needlessly because there's more false positives um, than there are. Uh, actual positives, mm-hmm. and so that shit just wild. They need to have them shot spotter shits um, around like uh, schools and white neighborhoods, um, around WalMarts and white neighborhoods. Wherever the should happen, wherever the mass shooters be at. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> country, country music festivals. What is Brendan doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they need them shot spotters out there, bro. You need to stay out of black people business. That's what oh they want. God. They're like, what y'all talking about? Yeah. Because all that shit would sound like a conspiracy theory like 20 years ago. But now it's like funded businesses. Reality. Yeah. <laughs> we live in the Matrix. That's oh, what my it's, goodness. That's what it's giving. We definitely in the Matrix, man. Yeah. What's up, Pond? You got some topics for us? Uh, the only thing I can think of, like, I imagine y'all heard about... Um, the non-binary kid who was killed in the Midwest, right? Like, have yeah. you heard about it? I don't know. Uh-huh. Next. Yeah. Um, just so I, like, let me grab my phone so I don't want to say the wrong thing, like, so I can properly acknowledge yeah. who it was. But, like, yeah, that's been going around the, the internet. What was non-binary it? child? Yeah. And, um, I think I might have seen. What? I'll, 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 no. Why are they trying to take my siblings? Bring them back, please. He got he got killed by us. Leave trans people. He was killed. Um, they, 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 like, um, they, oh, it was like um, a young non-binary teenager who was like beat to death by their classmates. Like in the um, '90s, um, do you have you heard of Matthew Shepard? In like the '90s, it was um, a gay man who was beat. Yeah, next Benedict. That's right there. Yeah. Where, where, where does that happen at? Um, it happened. I gotta see. I guess. Oh, next Benedict. Oh, I, I think I did see that online. Yeah, Oklahoma. it was. Yeah, which yeah. Oklahoma. I'm trying to see where, like... Nick's Benedict. Yeah, because they were beat to death by their classmates. I got to start reading shit, man. I just be, like, sometimes I'll be yeah. scrolling. I, 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 yeah. I've seen that picture, like, twice. That, yeah, that shit was... Timeline. Yeah, like, that shit was fucking evil. But, I mean, what, what was the details? They're all smiling. Um, I, to my knowledge, it was just, like, a hate crime. They just, like, jumped them in the bathroom. Like, they beat them... Oh, they beat them to death? Yeah, like, they beat them... Like, they, like, were taken to the hospital, and that's uh-huh. where they died. So uh, just reading the Rolling Stones article, uh, which titled, That Could Have Been Me, Queer Teens More, Next Benedict. Uh, when Oklahoma teenager Next Benedict went to school on February 7th, months of bullying over their gender identity boiled over into a physical fight between them and three older girls in the school bathroom. The next day, Next was dead. Oh. <clears throat> now as the circumstances around their death continue to develop, trans and queer youth tell Rolling Stone they're hurt, angry, and scared for what could come for them. Yeah. Next's death is still under investigation by the Owasso Police Department in Oklahoma. According to a representative for the Owasso School District, the school is cooperating uh, with authorities, but pushed back against rumors 
that no students had been punished in the aftermath of a fight. What? What the fuck? So three little murderers can get away mm. with a hate crime? All right. That's some demon in a shit. To, 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 to beat somebody to death is some demon shit. The I worst part. If, if they might have fell and maybe broke their neck or some shit like yeah. that. If something like that. But yeah. if they really beat that person to death, that's yeah. demon time, bro. And the thing is, like, they're like they're they're doing toxicology reports. So it's like that means they may have given them something or some shit like in the, like beat because like they're like doing like. They were like, they're waiting for the toxicology reports to come out. If they just die from being beat to death, why would you have to do toxicology reports? Like, uh, like which RIP to the next. That's fucking horrible. I can't, man. Yo, that's beat to death is crazy, bro. How can you just, like, like how much hate before, do you have to Yeah, have how much fucking hate heart. do you got in you? Like, they just keep punching on a motherfucker when you know they just, shit, before they get, you know what I mean? Before they die, there's got to yeah. be another phase of, like, being yeah. unconscious It takes a while to beat you to bro. death. Like, yeah. Fucking right it do. Like, like, there's only thing being your ass, like, like, no one, my thing's like, where the fuck was a teacher? Like, no one, like, no one was walking the like, bathroom, no one, like, like, oh, man. like. I mean, it happens sometimes, too. It depends on where you hit, because, uh, I, back in the day, like, um, I had old, older kids, like. Yeah, I was I was standing in the, in, the, in, the, in the school bus line, bro, and I'm telling you, it was right there, and I just walked behind the, the trash can, but one of them niggas stole me in my stomach, and it took all the wind and nothing, so I couldn't I couldn't yell if I wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. He, he probably didn't know if he hit me in my stomach it would knock me out, but when he when he hit me in my stomach, it knocked. I, you ever the get wind. in your stomach? The wind. Yeah. I've been yeah. kicked in my stomach before. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <gasps> so while them niggas oh, beat me up, when he when he punched yeah. my stomach, while them niggas back there beat me up, I couldn't yell for help. You know what I mean? And I watched the bus pull off. My brother's shooting like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. It was my yeah. salvation. <laughs> but yeah, somebody picked me up and took me home and shit like that. But whatever. But it's, yeah. Yeah, you know when you're going way too far, though. You know, you know. Yeah. You know. Morally, your compass That's has to start saying. going them, off. Them, them niggas, when they hit me, they... They hit me. Um, my nose was bleeding, but I don't think they seen that till I like turned over. But when he initially punched me in my stomach, you know what I mean? Um, it was like two hits. But when they, when they when they did what they did to me, like they seen the throw up and shit, and that's what made them niggas took off running. Yeah. But I don't know how you could just beat somebody and just see the blood coming out of them and still like ah oh, like you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have hate, bro. You got to have hate. And for it to be three of them to beat her to death, all three of y'all got hating because nobody stopped it. Yeah. Which is fucking evil. Like, and over their queerness, over how they chose yeah. to identify themselves. Yeah. That shit. Mm. In somewhere that they're supposed to go to learn and feel safe. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. Where was the accountability from the bullying, from the initial bullying when this right. started, before yeah. it became physical? That's what I, and that's what I would say. This Where's is like, the care? That's how I feel about, uh, yeah, these, these people need rehabilitation, and I don't mm. think they need to be... Um, in society, but I think they need a family. I think they need whatever, you know what I mean, to get them back in society. I don't think they need um, being around other motherfuckers like them. But that's what I said. Jail is not a rehabilitation, you know what I mean? You got to change that shit, bro. Jail is not a rehabilitation. It don't do nothing but teach you to come out, you know what I mean? Shit, learning how to do it better, bro. That's what I learned. Um, shit, man, my, my sister's father went to jail for... Um, um, murder, you know what I mean? Went to jail for murder, and uh, he ended up beating the case, but came out a bank robber. You know what I mean? Yeah. And shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he learned from another bank robber, and the bank robber told him how to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how that shit go down. Like you go in there, you sit and you tell somebody's story. Now he might have taught somebody how to become a better killer. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's shit like that. Yeah, it's like you go, you go in and you're sitting in there. You're not sitting with no counselor. That's telling you how to get your life together. You sitting in here with with a whole bunch of niggas that's just turned up. Yeah, that's telling you, damn, if I did it this way, and you taking that way, thinking, that, taking his game plan, and thinking like, you know what? I'm gonna do it better than all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a school to become a better criminal. There's no rehabilitation, but it's like people like that. What do you do with them? That's where I feel like sometimes, at least me personally, as an abolitionist, and I don't really like the word um, community leader either, but like or organizer, but just someone who is involved with the coordination of abolition within this revolution that we're having right now. I feel like just because you black doesn't mean you have my back, you know? Just because you're queer doesn't mean I need to keep you near. <laughs> like I feel like that's very big because I feel like in, a, in my ideal world where we're... Um, showing examples and executing abolition in the way I feel it's like we wouldn't really need a criminalization system yeah. if everyone's needs were met. If everyone had housing, if everyone had food and water and clothing and the necessities to be, to live and not only live but thrive, I feel like 90% of the crimes that happen wouldn't. I mean, yeah, of course. Not. And then, maybe, and then, no, the, maybe, maybe no, 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 listen, listen, 90. I said 90 because there's still the hate crimes that go on. There's still, you know, the money laundering and shit like that that happens and the psychological seeming warfare type, like crimes and stuff that happen. But those, those are the people, those are the people that need that rehabilitation, that need that mental, emotional, and spiritual, and moral evaluation of where is your head at right now, and how can we get you back into society as a better person, you know, for you and for others. Yeah, like, like that, when, when they have everyone's needs met, and then, then we can look at, like, true re rehabilitation. Yeah, because, like, people most... back into society. Like, for the worst people, like, the, the, this all sounds like something being wrong mentally. Like, you were, like, taught, like, hate is a taught thing, right? Like, that's what they always say. It's learned, yeah. So it's a matter of, like, what is, like, mentally wrong here? If, like, if we're just, like, criminalizing everyone, then those people are always going to just get worse and worse because they're going to find communities that are going to, like, that's, like, how these neo-Nazis and shit yeah. are happening. Like, it's like, oh, like, you find these people, like, who, like, make you feel support because, like, come for confirmation of your fucking evil beliefs, and no one's there to actually challenge you or, like, hold you accountable but also like be there for you as community so you feel like you fall into these horrible things and you just become these like monsters aren't born they're created like that's like that's how that shit works yeah based on environment based on like traumas and stuff that you live through or get passed yeah. down into and uh to your point i think there's like i think that that 90 percent is like a good kind of framework because there's, yeah, there's lots of stuff that's like rooted in greed or like even some intolerance and hate I think really stems from people just not having their own needs met like it'd be like poor white people who yeah. would be like the most hateful type shit and I think prison just seems like a good idea to people because it's like I just don't want to think about that person anymore mm. yeah. like uh, it just makes it like I just want them away you know and uh, yeah. and uh, they don't think about the consequences that have, that can make a situation worse or like you talked about um then there's going to be stuff like sexual violence or something, right? That like, right. I I don't 
know like i there i don't really have like a great answer and i don't think a lot i haven't heard a lot of people have a great answer for mm-hmm. but there's few things in life where we like need a hundred percent solution for something like besides like landing on the moon which we didn't end up talking yeah, about, I'm where, you, where you need like a hundred percent precision for something like something could be something if you solved if you were able if we were able to find some solution where we were able to address 90 percent of the things people get arrested for and like in a preventative way in a holistic way um that doesn't require the any form any part of the carceral state that would be a huge win for society you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, the 10 percent we could like figure out that's like a much harder part right? but like, you, like the we'll 90 10 solutions are like a thing you know but it'd also be easier because everyone's coming together as opposed to like these right. isolated things and also like if there's no community like to come together then it becomes like the worst people protecting the worst people as opposed to like actually coming together to be like oh no like you like no one is like the whole point of abolition right no one's irredeemable so it becomes a thing of like okay having these conversations and like actually building community but it can't, you can't have that framework if everyone's just like we gotta survive like, it, like that's the thing the whole thing with COVID and shit right mm-hmm. if like you raise a society based in rugged individualism and shit you can't just ask them to be like hey we all in this together like like mm-hmm. once an emergency happens and shit like that that's like yeah. that's it, what we have to end it becomes capacity building basically yeah like, because people, if people have their needs met, they have more yeah. time and ability to like think yeah. about some of these other things and like really yeah. care. Because, like you mentioned, there's lots of people who, yeah. like, it's hard to kind of live for a purpose if you try and live for a paycheck. You know? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could decide between this trip, like that will give me like emotional relief and mental relief, or I can get myself food. Yeah. Like for the month. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna get yeah. myself food. Mm-hmm. You know. So. The privilege isn't open. All right, let's get into the last topic. Like, God damn it! Listen, is it space or Rachel Bell is on? Is it you? Oh, last topic. There we got two. You gonna silence a black woman? You gonna (laughs) you would ignore a black woman's experiences? What's my monster a conspiracy? Like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what are you? It's, oh, it's I, got, I got conspiracy, conspiracy for y'all motherfuckers. That's right. Conspiracy rally. Conspiracy rally. It's conspiracy times. Conspiracy time. Listen. Oh, we just put your hat down. The abolitionist, the conspiracy pipeline. Y'all about to so find cool. out if I'm really crazy. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, like, you need a camera yo, for this? Like, yo. Yo, this, they just landed on the moon yesterday. Did y'all hear me? Why are you on the moon? They, yeah, why you? <laughs> <laughs> they just landed on the moon yesterday, um, since the seventies. That shit sounds crazy, right? Did y'all hear me? I thought we probably landed on the moon already. Already done, been out there and all this shit. They be talking about as much technology we got. Did you hear, Rudy? They got fucking shop fire shits all over the, the hood. It's all the technology we got. All the technology we got. This is we're just now going to the moon again since the seventies. Since seventy two, I believe they said. Let me look yeah. at it. Yeah. Sound about right. Since 72, right? Um, since the Apollo, whatever, since they, they jumped and walked on the moon. And they, and, and they I was watching it today, and they were showing it. And this time, it's not no man or nothing. It, this, they put another rover. It's a rover. But this, I'm saying, it's been over since, whatever, since the 70s, since we've been back to the moon. And I always ask people, do you ever think we landed on that motherfucker in the first time? Because I'm watching. <laughs> I just you know, and it gets there, and it gets there. And I get there with people because I'll be like, I, I, I'm dead ass serious though. I don't think we landed, and I just want to. Um, I don't listen to the government, bro. And I'm not. It's nothing that. Uh, 
I don't know, man. I just don't know. I just don't have enough evidence to say that we landed on that motherfucker because I don't know why we haven't went back. And when you ask people why we haven't went back and they say, oh, we don't have enough money or we just didn't do this or we just didn't do this. What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't I don't want to see nothing else of Mars or any of these other fucking planets until I start seeing some 4K footage of the fucking moon <laughs> from your goddamn phone and you walking around taking a selfie with that shit so I could call you live on the moon. I don't no, think we landing on that bitch. Don't be no, talking about Mars. We about to go to Mars. Don't be talking about we can land on the rings of Saturn because that's what they're saying now. Like soon we're going to be landing... Be able to land on the rings of Saturn. I don't want to hear about none of that shit. I just don't want to land on the rings of Saturn. I want to see the moon in 4K from a from an iPhone. Because one of these one of these rich niggas, Jeff Bezos, or what is it? Which one? Which one? Bezos and Musk, they both have space companies. Oh, they both got space companies. Which one of them niggas be talking about? They be flying out and shit. Like shit is sweet. Bezos went up with a group. He had like the commercial group of people. People could pay like millions of dollars, and he went up there. With his company Blue Origin, and they like floated around in space. They like threw up apples and shit. What? And, like zero gravity. This videos? Yeah, yeah, it's a video. They yeah, go like to the moon. Hat on. They ain't go to the moon. They just went into the atmosphere. Nothing is real until it's the moon. Everything is green screen, nigga, until it's the moon. Really? It's like I got a high bar. If y'all niggas can't make it to the moon and back, <laughs> he's simply saying if you niggas have not colonized the moon, he don't want to hear none of that shit. He said that shit not news. Um, but no, yeah. And then Musk has SpaceX, and they have. They have the reusable rockets, so he's able to send a rocket up into space, and then they land it back down in the same spot that it fired off at. I, I did, I did see some shit like it's that. Like I don't know whose class that was, that. but yeah, they, 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 they went up. into the atmosphere the and they went back. Yeah, but I think when when it's time when when that nigga say it's time to go to the moon, y'all better get ready for Ocean Gate. <laughs> Is that what it's called, Ocean Gate? That shit that blew up. Oh, the Titanic <laughs> shit? Oh, the Titan. Ty- oh. Ty- <laughs> What's that shit called? Yeah, the yeah, Titan. Yeah. God damn it. The Titan. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shit. Ocean Gate. Like, the Titan. Uh, they was controlling that with a GameCube controller. Yeah. Bro, I, I think whenever they get ready to go to the moon, that's what we're going to see. You know, like, oh. So I mean, I thought that crazy, was going to happen man. with Bezos, but they made it back down. Yeah. Right. Um, the Arctic Circle. All right. So, all right. I don't know about why it has has been so long, but what I can share in my perspective from the tech side is that uh, there's a company, there's an investment firm called Y Combinator. They're like the Harvard of investments. They like they give you, they give a lot of companies their first check. Some of the biggest companies you, prior technology you use, was funded by Y Combinator as their first check. They put out like a request for startups, which is like they kind of like here's the list of things we want to invest in. They invest in other stuff, but here's the stuff. And their new list is crazy to me. Because one of them is space. Because they're like, they're saying it's easier to start a space company now than it was, than it ever was. And it's actually easier to start a company that sends satellites into space. It's easier to make that successful than it would be to start a software company. Like, if they're saying, like, if you want to start the next grocery delivery app, like, that would be harder to make succeed than a startup that, like, would send a rover to to the moon. Because mm. um, they're trying to say, like, you see what SpaceX did. Um, Y'all can do that now too. It's like it's cheap and affordable. So there's a there's gonna be a bunch of people who are gonna try to be the next, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, like Sam Altman, the next big face of technology who are gonna try to build startups that go into space. That's gonna be like the next big thing. Um so yeah, so there's that. And the other crazy thing from that like request for startups list is that they were literally like America's is back in war again. And like we, <laughs> we and like Silicon Silicon Valley's roots were 
um, working with the Department of Defense. We need to go back to that when we were helping design atomic bombs and stuff. Oh my god. And I was like, yo, that's a bold statement. During, a, during, a, geni- during a few genocides. <laughs> it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. We must return. We haven't killed we haven't killed a mass group of people in a long time. Yeah. Like that's such a yo, that's Meanwhile, they're funding Israel. Like, they're like, like, yo, you wanna get rich real quick? We'll give you half a million dollars if you make some new weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah. Yo, and and, and uh, yo, them shits be fucking up the uh, the earth too, bro. That's probably why they definitely ready to get. You know what I mean? Try to do that space travel shit. They fucking this earth up badly, bro. They shooting them shits in the water and all that shit, man. Oh, That's for what sure. I'm saying. Like, we fix got less this than fucking earth first. Yeah. Fix this planet first before it, we mess up some other planet. It's wild because you mentioned the the in the ocean too. It's like. We um, there are parts of the ocean we haven't explored, but we over yeah. here trying to get to Mars. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Only seven percent. Seven percent. Y'all brought me back, yo. Y'all brought me back, yo. I was talking about, bro. Yeah, I be watching the ocean. The ocean is scary as shit, yo. So it is. Yo, it fuck is Mars, yo. No, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that, yo. Now I don't want to see nothing else about moon. Fuck that space travel shit. Till I see the rest of the ocean, yo. <laughs> they said there's literally oceans yo, and other oceans. Ocean. Floor, figure out how to get to the bottom of the ocean. There's Don't tell me and about other oceans too. Yeah, when they were talking yeah, about Ocean yeah. Gate, actually, they were like, because they were like, it was just to confirm how like this had not gone well. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, 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 like the Navy came out being like, like they were saying the Empire State Building would only be like a fraction of the surface of the ocean. Like, so they were saying, like, because they were going down to see the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And just for my endorsement deals, I'm not going to say. My things, I'm not going to say. My condolences. And that was really, that's the whole <laughs> My condolences to the people who die. Oh, every death is a tragedy and all. Like, yeah, like, every life matters. Oh, my God. Like, but, yeah, yeah. They were saying only, like, it's the Empire State Building is 3,000 feet. And that would be, like, a fraction of the surface. And like for the Navy to be like, yeah, this is this just didn't work well. This is a dumb idea. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all shouldn't have did that. Oh man. R.I.P. though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. man. But that's what I'm saying. Like the, the government always lying. Look how many stations and, and how everybody was watching that shit for a day or so. Yeah. What, the, 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 ocean the Titan. Yeah. I keep calling I'm it the Ocean Gate. The I'm Titan. The, oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna I was watching that the whole time. I was like, man, fuck them niggas. I was pissed. It wasn't, once again, for my endorsement deals, it wasn't hope. It was like, yeah. I was interested in like, like, cause like they, what they don't tell you about the Titanic is actually the Titanic was discovered by accident. Like they had given up hope on the Titanic. The Titanic wasn't discovered for multiple decades. You talking like, about, you talking about the when actual they, when Titanic. They first found it back yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, that thing, like, please, man. I'm really like, I have dreams. <laughs> like the Titanic had, was not discovered for multiple decades. The reason they found the Titanic is like a random nigga was looking for another thing and they just discovered this ship. Mm. Now, mind you, that was cause the whole point about how like they were did not make it was because of how big the Titanic was as opposed to this thing that fit yeah, it's six. hard to go around it yeah. or move around yeah. it like that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like It was like another ship they were looking for and that's how the Titanic thing happened. Yeah. The, um, like, you know something? Yeah, I was, I was, huh? You know, it's, it's being eaten up. Yeah, yeah. Bacteria oh, yeah. is like taking, like, yeah, like yeah. it's like the Titanic, which all like, like, I wanted to know how it ended. The Titanic? No, no, no. The uh, the you submersible. Want to see the movie? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the submersible. I wanted to know how what happened because and it was wow. they said that basically like I think it exploded. It exploded. exploded. Yeah, it imploded, it imploded yeah. from the pressure. Jeez. It was like a tiny little I, crack, and then everybody just. 
Well, yeah, because also it's like uh, evaporated. Because also it's like it's the wild things. At least it was like I mean, how they describe it. We never really know, but yeah, it was like yeah. an instantaneous death. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Nah, a couple of them. It's them niggas like like fast, like. We have our correspondent rally to tell you how these people die. Yo, that shit was like. Shh. How did they die, really? <laughs> Rubik's Cube. Okay. <laughs> Nigga tried to put tin foil on or something. Like, I like, the one thing that always shocked me was just like the way that, like, Rubik's Cube. Like, the, like, it shocked me the way, like, to go, like, you could look up what the Titanic looks like on your phone right now. Mm. That's like what was wild about going to see. Essentially a graveyard. Yeah. Like, it's a graveyard. Like, you got a better chance of seeing it on your phone than what yeah. you were seeing when you went down there because it's pitch yeah. black. Yeah, I'm just like far it's too like, black. Why be, yeah, yeah. why be the nigga holding the camera like, under there instead of being yeah, the nigga yeah. at home watching the Bro, camera? Bro, it, right. it was like, like, like being up. You go for the first to being see. Up some, being up on something and just seeing the walls. I'm like, oh, that used to be a shit. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm risking my life to come down here and look at that. <laughs> <laughs> It was also while like James Cameron, the money? director of Titanic, like, like he's gone, like he's gone down so many times. Like when nine eleven happened, he was down like looking at the Titanic, and when he came up, like an actor was like, "Yeah, like they just hit the World Trade Center." Like he, like and he was on the news being like, "Yeah, they're not, they didn't make it." Like mm-hmm. they, like, yeah, yeah. He, he, like, I think he called it early. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people said this didn't go well. Yeah, which yo, condolences, because that's horrible, bro. He had the funny ass. He had the funny interview though, because he was just like talking like like they did. It just like the world was still trying to have hope for him. He was. She <laughs> 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 was trying, but he was like, "Now nah, they going, they going." I was like, yo, this dude don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, damn. No, I felt I felt bad for that little boy, man. But the one who didn't want to go, that, the, yeah. the only one for his dad. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, the other billionaire yeah. motherfuckers. That's what y'all get for for believing a cocky ass motherfucker who had a joystick telling y'all he's gonna take y'all down to the bottom. <laughs> Talk of those. about something. This is unsinkable. Yeah. Like yeah. we learned from the Titanic that nothing is unsinkable. Yeah, and plus, if I got a, if I got that much money, yeah. bro. Everything I go down to the bottom of the floor is gonna be brand new. They gotta <laughs> if that's this submarine, it's gonna be a brand new. Y'all gonna manufacture a brand new one. I'm not gonna be going to no one that's been over and over again, used plenty of times. You know what I mean? But like also the reason they've never explored the bottom of the ocean is just because like how much weight the bottom of the ocean like that shit. Yeah, the pressure, crushes. the pressure, yeah, the pressure. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit. Like like wh- I think they were saying how whales don't go uh, to the bottom of the ocean. I, 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 I think the we creatures might've... that live at the bottom of the ocean are different. Different. Yeah, yeah. they different. like survive at a different type. Yeah. Of... I think they discovered like some creatures, and they it was like a clickbaity type article that was like alien creatures discovered on Earth, and it was, but it was really these like flatworms that exist like at the bottom. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. I seen that. I, yo, wait, a minute. is it something else I see too? Man. How many things you guys did this They got like, yo, bro. Yeah, all right, hold on. I'm, I'm See, I'm about to go some other way, but I, I keep, I got. We keep focus. silencing the black woman. What happened? What happened to? Did y'all ever see that shit with that, with that, with that boat? Cap? I might have said something on here before, but where um, I think it might have been in Jamaica or something like that, and they were oil rigging, and one of the boats capsized, yeah. and it flipped upside down, so it was able to have like a little air pocket. The shit we watched, remember that shit? Was it with here? the guy. With the guy. And they caught him like they oh, found yeah. him like two days later. Yeah. He was still like all the way down underneath water. Yeah. yeah capsized. It went past pressure points. Yeah. But by, you know what I mean? Um, they had to put him in some kind of machine to bring him back yeah. up because his body had swelled up and they had to de like, you know what I mean? Swell yeah. his body down. But um 
use a couple of Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But yeah, it's pressure down there. And until, until we see the bottom of the ocean, I don't want to hear about no goddamn moon. I want to hear about Mars. I want to hear about space. Show me the ocean, motherfuckers. Show me the ocean. Now, yeah. um, let's get into our last yeah. topic, man. Yeah. Get it. Talk about it. We have like we. Do you want to talk about how they did a black woman dirty? <laughs> like you want to talk about how they like. You see how they like. We have to support our black queens out here. And you see how they're, <laughs> you see how they're out here like shaming and firing our black queens for like supporting like for being body positive. Like you know how I saw this 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 article. It was a dude, Phil Lewis, who's like, he's big on oh, Twitter yeah. and like does the Huffington Post. He's a writer for the Huffington Post. Yeah. It just said, Tucson, Arizona teacher fired for having an OnlyFans. <laughs> Which is like, oh, I don't even know. What, I, I clicked on the article because I was like, I know this person from somewhere. You knew, you knew our black oh, revolutionary shit. sister. It's, <laughs> you knew I, when, you I, when, I, when I Google the, the person who, cause, all right, so boom. I scroll, they say the name. You gotta they say, say the nigga name. You gotta they, say their name. That's what I'm going for. And Ketchy Amari Diallo. Oh, Amari shit. is sick. Amari is crazy. <laughs> Amari I didn't know about the middle name. Have y'all, have y'all heard of this person before? Like, She's famous. Like, She's yeah. famous. It says, when I Google that name, it says American instructor and activist. And then you, you scroll, it, they bury the lead real crazy. You have to go six paragraphs in. What? And they're like, they talk about formerly that? known as Rachel Dolezal. Oh, formerly God. known as wild. Formerly Yo. known as crazy. That was my slave name. That was like, was Rachel was Rachel was Rachel her real name or was that a fake name then too? No, that's a real no, name. No, Rachel was Rachel like you know, no. that's a real name. And she and and she had she had she had micro braids in in this photo, <laughs> and it's so it's wild. It's like all right, cool, it's crazy. You are gonna fire a teacher for having an OnlyFans? There's been a couple of stories like that, but then it's like nah, you hired Rachel Dolezal under a new name yeah. and catchy. Oh my god! As a reminder. If you wasn't on the internet or you haven't heard of this person, this is a whole white woman in blackface as her career. Yeah. Her whole claim to fame is she is this white woman who be wearing afro. She was in the NAACP. Yeah, she's part of the NAACP. She's like the, like, nah, the like, bro, she's like she's the president. She's a part of the NAACP. Like yeah. That's how they found out. The president of the NAACP, bro. That's how it happened. That's when everybody was like, yo, what the fuck? She's running shit. You can act <laughs> a white woman. A white black. woman. You can probably accidentally join the NAACP too. It's very easy to join. Like, I thought that was a black lady. Uh, oh, we all did. We all did. So that's why we everybody. Did, we had the Rachel. Yeah. Shame on you. There's, First there's the saga, a, now there's, this. There was a rapper who had. She was a UK rapper. She said, "I got a, I got a light skinned friend look like Rachel Dozo. <laughs> I got a dark skinned friend look like Rachel Dozo. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Kanye line. Like, <laughs> That's funny shit. And yeah, like so, just be yourself, man. So yeah, so someone hired someone hired Rachel Dolezal under the new African name, her Pan African name, and catchy Amari Diallo, and then fired her because they found out she had her OnlyFans. And in the and I did not do further research. <laughs> um, however, the the censored photograph in the article included on the wall there was a black Santa Claus. Uh, That's and, uh, and and her face on like a new like a magazine like she had like a she had a framed image of her on a magazine that was and like her shit. black Jesus you know like how like the black aunties and shit you mm -hmm. go into your black grandmother house like that's Jesus like that's Santa like, oh, like, <laughs> like, oh, we ain't have to call the police on Santa when he came in like yeah oh. so yeah 
During man. Black History Month. Teachers like, yeah. going wild. During Black History Month is crazy. So for her to come <laughs> yeah. back. <laughs> to free my nigga Rachel. Like, yeah, free my nigga Rachel is oh wild. Like, uh, yeah, she wild out. She had, she, she had to make Black History Month by herself. Like, she also <laughs> took, she took she Amadou Diallo's last name, which is sick. Like, yo, like, man, that colonizer bitch, yo. But, yo, like, yeah, first her. Asada, now this. How Shame. can we, like, you see how they do our black woman? Teachers going round looking for that uh, backdoor Santa. We gonna um <laughs> backdoor Santa. You gonna we, see Rachel Dole's all on black and it's like yo like, like shame to all the Karens. Yeah. <laughs> that's shame what Shorty really is. Yeah, hold on, wait, wait, wait. She's wait, not wait, a Karen. Wait. She's Carisha now. That's, like, the, that's on, the other yo, thing. Yo. How they, how she ain't get how she get past a background check? The facts. Like how she get past a background check? Black on her shit. <laughs> Like, if you just Google Shorty, yeah. all you have to do is Google her. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless they gave the fake name, and then I was like, but mm. like, I don't And just, just, just hearing this, I don't think she's done. I think we're going to hear about her in a couple more years doing something else. Bro. Yeah, when she leads <laughs> the next Million Man March. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you can't keep a black woman down, yo. Like, that, that's the main <laughs> thing you got to understand. When you see her on the, the pimp butterfly color cover yo, and shit, like, yo. What, what year was it when she first got outed? 2016, that, I believe. That was 2016? Yeah. Mm. Fighting for our people, you see how the white people, like the white person, always want the white man want to take us down and take our black sisters. That's crazy, bro. It's been eight years. That's crazy. All right, but and yeah, she that's came our back show. blacker. <laughs> like she came back. She did come back. She came back even more black. Yeah. Somehow. That's what this one? Yeah. She got ten. Like, well, I she. Know, she yeah, well, yes, but also. Oh, you talking about that name? And Ketchy yeah. is funny yeah. as fuck. Like, I wonder who. <laughs> where's who she still a Ketchy from? Who helped her out with that? I feel like that's like a, a author's name. She probably plagiarized that from like, somewhere. That shit, like, yeah, like. She done that one out. That's crazy and catchy. She probably know the best chicken spots on earth, yo. She's like, she's deeply rooted in nigga culture. She know every one of the Wu Tang Clan affiliate names. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Where's she from again? I, I have no idea. Like, we gotta look. Michigan. Yeah. Michigan, what y'all doing out there, bro? Oh, no, Spokane, Washington. Montana. Please stop. Spokane. Spoke, Spokane? <laughs> no, Lincoln County. Is that what you said? Well, Spokane? To be from Spokane, she's like, I'm not going to appropriate indigenous people. I'm going to appropriate them niggas. Like, I'm like, I'm like, how many niggas is in Spokane? Oh, like, yeah. oh. Well, she was the president of the NAACP chapter in Spokane. Told you. For how long? For how long? From 2014 till 2015. Okay. Yeah, it's probably been like 20 years. This yo, is like a major <laughs> shot. Yo, can, yo, can, you look up, can you look at the population of, uh, of, of black people there? Four. Four. Like, yeah. yeah, four niggas who all know each other. Like, she yo. Said, yeah. I wonder if she be part of that. Yeah. I really hope she put a statement out. That's why I was like, yeah. You said it spoke. It's, okay, that's just crazy. Well, this is trying to be like, I'm transracial or something? It's 2.6%. 2.6%? 2.6% uh, 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. black. <laughs> 2.6. 82% white. Like, word? Yeah, she ain't, man. 2.6 niggas just stumbled there. Like, yeah, 2. <laughs> 2. 6, like, my car broke down. I met a white woman. Like, yo, like, yo. There are schools with more black people. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. 2.6 means if a nigga there sees another nigga, they get scared. Like, oh shit, what is you doing here? Yeah, like, are you from here? You just got out of jail? Nigga, what the she fuck is you doing? That, in this probably, that probably came from her population. She probably started that group. <laughs> started that 2. Yo, she, she probably was, brought the niggas like, there. She probably brought the niggas there. Those children are that 2.6. Like, yo. All right, y'all, man. That's our yeah. time. What's up? Yeah. We got something else? We got any more topics? Mm -hmm. 
That's one thing. That's another thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. That's yeah. fire. Fire time. Before I really think of something else he don't believe in. Then I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, bro, no, bro, I got a whole bunch of shit, nigga. You I have know. no idea. I, I, yeah. I, I, I really yeah. don't want to know. Like, like, yeah. We have yo. to sell this, to, this ideology to people. We can't, yeah. like, yo. Yo. Before someone bring up JFK. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, wait, man. the Grammy shit. Actually, no. I, like, no like, nah, Jay-Z, man. That nigga, man, fuck on. Yo. Call out. Fuck Jay-Z. Yeah, fuck Jay-Z. What is he got a song? Kill Jay-Z. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, I, that's the name of his song. I ain't, that's not nothing. <laughs> Go ahead and get into the call-outs, yo. <laughs> get to the call-outs. Oh, shit. Y'all pointing fingers. I'm like, who go first? Yo, who want to? Huh? I'll go first. You want me to go first? They don't matter. I'll go first. Who are we calling out? Brett! Oh, let, let, let him go. Oh, you want to go, go first? first. Yeah, let the guest first. Call you got anything you want to call? Pines oh, has his call like, yeah, like, plug, you, plug yourself in, oh, you know what I mean? Your uh, music, your platform, whatever you. else you think people uh, need to dig into. My name's Justin Pines. I'm on all music platforms, like shit, like Spotify, Apple Music, all that shit. Make a music thing. I'll put my shit on you. All his vulgar shit. Yeah, all my vulgar shit. Like, <laughs> as opposed to my non-vulgar shit. Like, um, my it's IG is like Pines, Justin, P-I-N-E-S, Justin. I'm on Twitter, but I don't really, like, my shit's whatever there. But like, yeah, like, it's like, organize your communities, love each other. Duh, duh, duh. Shout out black people. Happy nigga month. Yo. We still don't got a black star. Anti right? black. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, shame. <laughs> I shame. Like, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yo, bro, don't ever shout out Twitter on our shit. <laughs> black sky don't over talk. here. Wow. Black Pro social media Elon's outlets white only. supremacist platform. Wow. Shame. Shame. Nigga, hit me with shit. I want your shit. Nigga, like, yo. Shame. <laughs> that, like, yo. Next few niggas got to protest me. Like, yo, like, that nigga's, that nigga's a multi. Putting pines <laughs> on a flyer. Huh? Yeah. I can put pines on a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too tall to fit on one flyer. I just want that to be known. Like, yeah. I will make a black sky in the near future before the end of the month. Like, yeah. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Uh, I go to shit. Seems like my black sky. Black sky. <laughs> black social network for us, by us, um, promoting black content. Um, yeah. Check us out. Black sky is. Uh, fully public now um so you could just sign up create your account tune in um we got black academics we got just black culture black joy um and a lot coming on the way blue sky just federated so we're gonna have a black sky server you could have a pines.blacksky.app eventually um and type shit yeah and then uh march 2nd uh i'm doing a uh a presentation about my other project, Paper Tree, which is a community bank account for mutual aid groups. Oh. Um, and yeah, so I'm gonna be at the Brooklyn Public Library uh, talking about that and how we can share power both in our politics and how we organize, but also it's building technology that does that. Yeah. Register if you can. Um, maybe we'll throw the link up there. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sending the link, uh, but it'll be up there. Register if you can. Go go uh, support Rudy and see what he's talking about. Support black creatives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of supporting black creatives, mm -hmm. yeah, Stonewall was a riot every single Thursday. Last Thursday, we took a little break. We took our activism and continued online, spreading information, reaching out to the community. But this week, Thursday, we're going to be back outside in Food and Finance High School, just making sure Christine, Mary Theory, that racist bitch gets held accountable. You can't be calling black people a nigger, especially not Gen Z. Especially not Gen Z. During Black History Month? Black History Year? No. So, we're going to be back outside. I just, 
the kids the kids enjoyed it. I want to create a space where kids can talk about these things and hold racist, homophobic, transphobic people accountable because they feel like, at least I know as a youth, you can always feel like your voice may not be heard, but mm-hmm. they're getting their voice heard. And um, we're seeking that accountability that she deserves. Also, also, follow my business page. Talk. Support Black mm. Creatives. It's Black History Year. Follow me at Dimes underscore Beauty Inc. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been Talk. getting creative again. So I'm putting mm. my work on display on there. Check me out. I do a little bit of everything. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to hit you up because I think I want to, um, I just got my, my joints done, but I, I want you to uh, style them. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Come yeah, you on. Did it like you started last time. Yeah, um, like retwisting style. Yeah. You know uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, we turning up. We still on 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 the pig hunting shit. So Jesse Lance already. I, I told y'all we still on Jesse Lance. Um, until we satisfied. Until we satisfied. I think he he um. Like I say, he mistreated us last time we was at his house. We want him to have so some better manners next time we come. So yeah, next we time come we to visit. see Jesse Lance. Um uh We the People. Every Thursday on the corner of Fulton and Notion. Um uh, it's every Saturday on Lexington Ave between 124th and 125th. And we're still doing Mondays at Tompkins Square Park. So um, that's that's East. Is that Avenue A? Avenue A, East 7th. East 7th Avenue A. East. Yeah. East. Yeah. yeah. Avenue A, East 7th. Yeah. Talk. Um, oh, I got one more thing. One more plug. One more plug. Talk. We're going to plug uh, some, uh, one, of, one of the comrades that work on this show. Um, our friend Chuck that's been out here for four four years. Yeah. Chucky. Chucky. Um, y'all, y'all follow uh, Chucky. Um, YouTube page. He he got a lot of like he's be out there on the streets. Um, and and he does commentary for like um right there on the ground protests. So you can actually see what's going on and and uh, fire edits. He also edits for the show. So yeah, shout out to Chucky. Uh, follow um Chucky on on YouTube, man. So subscribe to his page. You yeah. the Patreon too. Fuck oh, Eric oh. Adams. Oh, Bow. Fuck yeah. Real, oh. real quick. Uh, uh, Rudy. Rudy. Talk about that Patreon real quick. Let them know about the Patreon. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, y'all see, we're in the studio right now. This is fire. Yeah. The energy, the lighting, the mics, um, yeah. the live editing. Uh, we want to keep this going, right? Talk. Like, yeah. we enjoy doing the podcast. We enjoy bringing this to y'all. We know y'all enjoy tuning in. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we need some. We can use your support. Pay um, us. <laughs> pay them but also pay enough so I can get some. Like, yeah. <laughs> support black creators. You got two different options. We got two tiers on the Patreon. First tier, we give you a shout out, show you some love um, and appreciation for supporting us. Tier two, uh, you have ideas, topics you want to submit, help co-create with us. Um, so do that second tier. We take that listener mail and we're going to answer and talk about it as a topic on the show. Yeah, since you. I know a lot of y'all be tuning in and having ideas. Talk, talk. Be invested like a nigga coming to a strip club at 4 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, like that nigga, two day. <laughs> you have the wings here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. That's our time, man. Hope y'all enjoyed us yeah. today. That's uh, unapologetic. Talk. talk.